God. Well, if you haven't noticed, if you notice, we've changed the word for 2021. The word for this year is called called. It's called. 2021's word is called. Called. You are called. Called. He's like, why is he wearing a jacket? Where is he wearing a t-shirt and all that? Well, I'm going to take it off so I can show you what it's all about. This is what is out. This is what we're all about from now on for the month of 2021. And my wife has it on. Bishop has it on. And it's called. Now, we're going to make these available for you out there. We're going to get your sizes and all that. Price is going to be $20. It takes care of everything. I mean, it costs us. It, it, it costs us money, and guess what? If you're going to wear this, we're gonna, we want you to invest into it because it has a purpose. It means we're called. We're called to abundant living ministries. If you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10. This is the year we are called of God. We are called. We are called. Matthew chapter 10. We're going to begin. Hallelujah. Starting in verse 1. We're going to go to, we'll go, starting in verse 1, we're going to finish in 20. And then we're going to go to Luke chapter 10 after that. Starting in verse 1 of chapter 10 of Matthew. It says, And when he called unto him his twelve disciples, and when he called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Now the names of the twelve apostles of, of these, the first Simon, who was called Peter and Andrew, his brother James, the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the publican, James the son of Alphaeus and, and Lebius, and, and who, whose surname was me, Thaddeus, and Simon the, the, the Canaanite. And, and Judas Iscariot, who, was, who also betrayed him. Yes, Jesus called Judas. Can you believe that? He called him. He called Judas. Thou devils, freely ye have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purses, nor script in your journey, neither two coats, neither shoes, nor, nor yet staves, for the workman is worthy of his meat. And into whosoever city or town ye shall enter, inquire who in is worthy, and there abide till you go thence. And when ye come into a house, salute it. In other words, that word salute means pay respect to. And if thou house be worthy, let your peace come unto it. Be, but if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when ye depart out of the house of, or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable in the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up in the council, and they shall scourge you in their synagogues. And ye shall be bought 
brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the spirit of your father which speaketh in you. What do we see here in Matthew chapter 10? We see Jesus calling his disciples. When you become born again, believer, what do I mean by born again? So many people has a misunderstanding of what born again means. Born again means you are saved, sanctified, and full of the Holy Ghost. In other words, there is no representation of the world whatsoever. You don't look like the world. You don't walk like the world. You don't talk like the world. And you surely don't smell like the world. That's born again. And Jesus called these disciples. He put a call on them. He put a call on them. In the same way Jesus put a call on these disciples, Jesus has put a call on Abundant Living Ministries. We are those disciples. We walk to and fro on this earth, establishing the kingdom of God. But when he gives them this command, he calls them out. He calls them out. He gives them instructions to live by, to follow, to act by. He tells them where to go and what not, where not to go. Who to talk to and who not to talk to. You just can't talk to anybody. You got to talk to who God tells you who to talk to. Well, God loves the world. That's right. God so loved the world, he gave Jesus to the world. We know that. We're not denying that. But there was a time where Jesus said, I send you out as my disciples, and I am giving you instructions because I called you with a purpose, a plan, and an expectation from my Father, and you go where I tell you to go. Go to Luke chapter 10. Now, as you're going to Luke chapter 10, he, as he's laying this whole groundwork for the disciples, he gives them power in his name. He gives them power. In this call, there's power. To cast out devils, to raise the dead, to lay hands on the sick. To do the miraculous. And I love how, when you read in Matthew chapter 10, how he explains what each one of them did for a living. It's funny how he didn't use the educated, he didn't use the those that were high-minded, he didn't use the Pharisees, he didn't use the Sadducees, he used fishermen, he used publicans, he used a tax collector, he even used someone who's going to even betray him. Think about that. Think about that. See, because a lot of people think that only those that are on the pulpit can be a witness for Jesus Christ. Only those that work in the ministry can, can share the gospel. No, 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 no. Jesus called. Jesus called these 12. He called these men to be his disciples. And the same way Jesus called them, Jesus is calling you today. And he's giving you power. Now, in the midst of all this, you will face adversity. Because those that are called will face adversity. Those that have been called by his name will be tested by people, places, and things. And when this test happens, don't fear the test. Don't worry about it. But trust 
in the call that Jesus has called you with because he's given you authority. In the midst of all the persecution, you don't have to worry about nothing. You don't have to worry about money. You don't have to worry about clothes. You don't have to worry about nothing. You don't have to worry about what you're going to say. Because the Holy Spirit is going to put the words in your mouth. Isn't that easy now? What pressure has been taken off of you? It's like, what in the world, what word am I going to give to somebody today? It's not up to you and what try to figure out what word you're going to give, Sister Faye. It's the job of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's the job. Of, why? Because he was sent to us by the Father, promised to us by Jesus to be our resource. And that resource always will comfort us with the provision of God. And God so loved the world, God knows how to speak to the world. And how's he going to speak to the world? Through you. You don't have to worry about it. All you have to do is preach the kingdom. Preach kingdom-mindedness. Preach kingdom living. Because you know you've been called to preach that. Now, go to verse... No, 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 go to Luke chapter 10. Here we go. Luke chapter 10, verse 23. And he turned unto him his disciples and said privately... Blessed are the eyes which see the things that ye see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them and, and to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them. What a powerful word Jesus gave to his disciples in Luke chapter 10. Now, in Matthew chapter 10 and Luke chapter 10, in Luke chapter 10, he sends the 70 out. In, Luke, in Matthew chapter 10, he sends the 12 out. In Luke chapter 10, he sends, he sends the 70 out. But he makes this statement and he says, hey, he says, for I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which you see. And have not seen them and hear those things which you, which you hear and have not heard them. See, 2021 word for this year is called. Now, here's the scripture for this year. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9. This is your scripture. And it's all going to make sense. Of Matthew chapter 10 and Luke chapter 10. It's all going to make sense here. It says here in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9. Who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling. Not according to our works but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Before the world began, you were called with a holy calling. You were giving this call on your life. Yes, you! Before you were a, a thought, a desire in your parents, to your parents, in your parents' mind, or to, their, to them. You were, you were called with a holy calling. Not a based on your works. Not according to your works, but according to his own purpose and grace. 
His purpose and grace, not according to your words. So in other words, it doesn't matter what you do for employment. It's not according to your words. It's not according how educated you may think you are. It has nothing to do with it. It has to do with Jesus. It has to do with the purpose plan and expectation of our God. And that is why he has called you for this time in 2021. To set up the kingdom of God. To set up the kingdom of God. Not to set up your kingdom because you can't take your kingdom with you. The only kingdom that's going to reign is God's kingdom. That's the only kingdom that's going to reign. This, your kingdom will be tested by fire. And what is not right will melt away, will vanish. So this right here tells me my kingdom is nothing. But his kingdom is everything. My kingdom can't save, heal, restore, or transform anybody. But his kingdom can save Heal, restore, and transform. So why am I trying to establish my kingdom that can do nothing but only benefit me, myself, and I? Well, if it only benefits me, myself, and I, and it has nothing to do with the kingdom, well, then I just took my eyes off of God and I put my eyes on me because that's what flesh does. See, flesh will always take care of themselves. And God says, no, 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 no. I've called you. And when he called you and he says, hey, don't worry about money. Don't take no money with you. Don't take no clothes with you. Don't take no shoes with you. Don't take nothing. In other words, whatever house you go into, salute it. Bring respect to it. In other words, you're going to trust me in this time. In 2021, you're going to trust me. You're going to trust me that I'm God. You ain't God. I'm God. You don't provide. I provide. I'm telling you, if we learn to grab hold of what God wants to do in this new way, because I'm telling you, it's very easy to fall back in the old way. It's like, I got to help God. No, you don't. God don't need your help. All God wants you to do is obey. That's what God wants from you. He wants your obedience. He doesn't want your help. He wants your obedience. Because anytime you try to help God, you get in the way. No. Get out the way and and be obedient to God. And what is he saying right now? New. Forsake the old. Embrace my new because I will make a way. I, I, God's talking about himself. I, me, myself, and I, the Holy One who sits on the throne, who created heaven and earth, who created you out out of the dust of the earth in my image and likeness. I will make a way for you. Oh, that we learn that. But you'll not, you will not understand that and you will fall back in your old ways because you don't recognize that God has called you. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. Not according to your works. Now listen to me, it's not a put down. This is not a put down if you're, I mean, if, if, whatever you do for a living. Don't, don't misunderstand me, I'm not saying that. I'm glad you're educated. I'm glad you have a job. I'm glad you're employed. I'm glad you, I'm glad, but it's not about that. Oh, God's going to use me because I have seminary under my belt. That means nothing. Because Jesus turned around and said, oh, all you people in seminary, you think I'm going to use you? Guess what? I'm going to shock the world. I'm going to do something new. I need a fisherman. I want somebody that smells like fish. 
That really shook them up. When, when all of the Israel, all, all the time, if anybody spoke of God, spoke of, the, of, of who God is, it was always from the priest. Then all of a sudden, here comes Peter, James, and John, Matthew, Judas. The kingdom of heaven's at hand. And all of a sudden, they're, 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 they're ministering to people and they see, they see a blind person. And here comes Peter, the fisherman, walks up and he's open. And the eyes open. And here's the priest sitting there and he's like, what just happened? Oh, Lord. What just happened? I'll carry it. What just happened? Aren't we all called to carry the cross? We're all called to carry the cross. What just happened? What just happened? Why? Because Peter and them, they weren't operating in their in their fisherman attitude. They were operating in a holy call. A holy call. Not based on their works because fishermen don't know how to open people's eyes. All they had to do is catch fish. And they do that at night because you can't catch fish with a net during the day. Well, God blew that. Jesus blew all that theory out of the way when he told them, hey, you're fishing on the wrong side. Did I not call you? Listen to me. 2021, you're called. You're called to do something new that you ain't never done before. Just like these disciples in Matthew chapter 10. Just like these disciples in Luke chapter 10. These, these men, these people, they, they did stuff that they ain't never done before. Why? Because it was new. Because they had a holy calling upon their life. And that is to be like their Savior, Jesus Christ. As Jesus needed somebody to carry a cross, so does Pastor Thad. <laughs> Simon the Serene. <laughs> Where are you going with that? Don't tell you, hey, no, no, you keep that over here. You're probably like, what is the reason with this cross? I was going to get to there in a second. But you got to know how to move and how to, you got to know how to flow. I'm a, I want Abundant Living Ministries to get excited because I'm so excited about this. When I begin to study and when I begin to pray, when I begin to see, my eyes begin to open. And it's like it's not based on our works. It's not based on who we think we are. It's based on who God, who God, who God is and what he thinks. And he is going to shock the world, because there's so many people out there. It's like, oh, I've done this and I've done this and I've done this and I'm this, and all of a sudden they see them not being used, but they're seeing something who's somebody who's never done anything, and God says, I'm going to use that person, because it all comes down to this attitude of the heart. Because when you stand up on this pulpit, it's not about you seeing me; it's you seeing the Lord. I can't save you. I can't heal you. I can't restore you. I can't. But the Jesus that I know, who died on the cross, not only for me, is here today to save you. I don't want you to see me. I want you to see your heavenly Father. I want you to see Jesus. I want you to see the Holy Spirit restoring you, transforming you. I don't want you to see me. I don't want you to be me. I want you to be what God's called you to be. I want you to be his disciple. I want you to be someone new that when you walk out of here and whomever come across you, like they're not going to like, who are you? And it's like, hello, my name is New. Because you don't know me now. 
And you will never see the old me anymore. Because God has made a way for me. And if God can make a way new for me, God can make a way new for you. How? How? How does he do it? The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. His reign upon your life. This call that God has placed on this church is privileged to ALM. This call that God has placed on there is privileged to us. I know this word privilege has been deemed a, a racist word in society. Privileged. Privilege. It's been deemed. Every time, every time I look, it's like, oh, white privilege, black privilege, Spanish privilege, this privilege, that privilege, that privilege. No, 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 no. You got to understand something. The word privilege is not a racist word. Man has made it. Why? Because they're not willing to submit to God. So the devil is going to take a word that does not mean what it means and he's going to distort it and cause it to be a, 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 a racist word when it's not a racist word. And I'm going to tell you right now, being born again is privileged. Heaven is for the holy, for the righteous, for the sanctified. Heaven is not for the lukewarm. Matter of fact, if you read in Revelation chapter 3, those that are lukewarm, Jesus himself says, I will spew you out of my mouth. I don't have to break that down, do I? Just think about that. See, this call is privileged. This, this call is not based upon our works. It's not based upon our color. It's not based upon our culture, worldly culture, but according to his purpose and grace. This privilege that I'm talking about of this call is according to his purpose and grace. What is the purpose and grace of Jesus Christ? Kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven. That is the purpose of grace, of the grace of Jesus only the call will have revelation of this truth. Only the call will have this revelation of this truth. ALM, we have been called to bring about the proof. Now, if you were not here when Bishop gave the definition of proof, it means prayerful revelation of our faith. ALM has been called to bring about the proof. Prayerful Revelation of our faith, of our faith towards the kingdom. Towards the kingdom. Spiritually, physically, and financially. That is what we have been called to do. We are there to bring forth the proof. Prayerfully revelation of our faith towards the kingdom of God, towards his kingdom. Spiritually, physically, financially. For the longest time, we have been calling on Jesus. For the longest time, we have been calling on Jesus to answer us and show us mighty things. For the longest time, we've been doing that. Call on him and he will show you great and mighty things. Jeremiah 33, 3. We know it by heart. We go, oh, if I call on him, he will show, he will answer me and show me great and mighty For the longest time, we have been calling on Jesus to answer us and show us those mighty things.
Give me a sign, Lord. You said if I call on you, you will show me mighty things. Let me see it. Let me see the sign. You already have the sign. His name is Jesus. In 2021, Jesus has called on us. It's been flipped now. It's no longer us calling on him. Now Jesus is calling on you. Jesus is calling on you. We're no longer, Jesus, show me great and mighty things. No, in 2021, it's been flipped. Jesus is, has called on us to show the proof of the kingdom. To show the proof of the game. He's called on you to show the proof of the kingdom of God. To who? The brokenhearted. To the poor. The brokenhearted. To the captives. To the blind and the bruised. The acceptable year of the Lord. To bring the proof of the acceptable year of the Lord. Now this breaks all tradition. This breaks all tradition on how things have been done in the body of Christ. This breaks all tradition. What do you mean? I've got to call on him. No, Jesus is going to call on you now. You're turning it now. Because when you're all about the kingdom, you don't have to worry about self. I don't have to worry about nothing. When I'm all about the kingdom of God, when I know I have, been, I have a holy calling upon my life, and I'm all about the kingdom of God, I don't have to pray for me. I don't have to pray for my marriage. Why? Because I know my marriage is set, founded on the word. It's founded in Jesus. It's solid. I ain't going to have any hiccups. My eyes are not going to wonder. My ears are not going to wonder. Why? Because it's all about the kingdom. She's all about the kingdom. She don't have to worry about me and I don't have to worry about her. Because it's all about the kingdom. We both have a holy calling. I have a holy calling. She has a holy calling. This man has a holy calling. She has a holy calling. This deacon right here, Gilbert, has a holy calling. His wife, Jessica, has a holy calling. Brother Lasky, our board member, one of our board members here, has a holy calling. I don't have to worry about him. I don't have to worry about this man. God's going to take care of him. God's going to take care of you. What I declare over, over Brother Jerome is this. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. The kingdom of heaven reign upon you. Now, Father, if he's wrong, if he's in error, it's the job of the Holy Spirit to reveal, to reveal. My job here is to preach the kingdom of God. Now, if you're not willing and obedient, you're going to show it. And you ain't going to be able to hide it anymore. So many times people will buy to, try to come in the church and they sit in the back and they think, oh, nobody will see me. God already saw you when, you when you woke up this morning. God saw you when you were getting ready. God heard the conversations that you were, you were scheming up in your mind and what, how you're going to say and where you've been and where you have not been and all that. God knows all. He, he's all-knowing. And he's everywhere. So you can't hide from God and you cannot think, oh, no, 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 no. He hears everything. So you come in here, no, 2021, you ain't going to hide. Because when you come in an environment that's holy, righteous, and sanctified, that the convicting power of God is going to come upon you where this is the reason why we had this cross. So you're going to have that little piece of paper and say, you know what? I got to crucify this. I got to come up here and I got to put my name on this cross and say, I crucified this ugly thing that's in my life. Because in 2021, I'm not going to live the old. I'm going to live the new. And God's going to make a way for me. You ain't going to hide. 
So I just tell you right now, be willing and obedient. Because you're going to benefit from it. God is going to take care of you. Like I said yesterday, hey, when's the last time you walked outside and picked up manna from the ground? Oh, you thought that was just old? Tell you thought, oh, that'll never happen again. God is a creative God. He's not stopped creating. He is God. He provides for us every day. He provides um, um, food for us every day. He provides a cloud over our head, fire by night. He, for, he provides the water out of the rock. He provides. And when you're in the kingdom, you're going to start seeing the manifestation of God. And this is what these disciples were seeing. They were seeing the manifestation. Why? Because Jesus placed a holy calling on their life. And because they were willing and obedient to say what Jesus told them to say and go where they told them to go, the manifestation of God showed up. Oh, we think God's changed? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. The same anointing that was on Jesus was on those disciples. That same authority was on, that was on Jesus was placed on those disciples. And when it was placed on the disciples, eyes had to open. Ears had to open. Devils had to, be, had to be cast out. Dead had to be raised. Why? Because of Jesus. Because of it, it was all about establishing the kingdom of God. And that is why God has placed us here now. This is Abundant Living Ministries call. And we are there to show the proof to the poor, to the brokenhearted, to the captives, to the blind, to the bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. I know it breaks all tradition. But hey, Jesus broke a lot of traditions. 2021 is different it's going to be different. It's going to be different. Just like when Jesus showed up in Luke chapter 4, it was different. It was different. They were all amazed at what came out of his mouth. They all gazed upon him. Why? Because he spoke with such authority. He spoke like none of the other priests, none of the other priests. He spoke differently. Why? Because he brought about a new revelation. But this new revelation will cause those who are stuck in the old to be filled with wrath against you. This new revelation will cause those that are willing not to change, that are willing to to focus on 2021, the way they were focusing on 20, how they were living in 2020, they are going to be filled with wrath against you. Why? Because you choose not to conform to their thinking. You choose not to walk like them, talk like them, live like them. You're doing something new. And it's going to bring wrath upon them. Why? Because they want you to be like them. But we ain't like them. We're privileged individuals. We have a holy calling. We have the revelation of the proof of the new. Fear not, ALM. Fear not. Jesus has called you with a holy calling, not based upon our works, but his purpose. Not based upon your works. Don't think you can't do it because you can. You can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. 
God has already supplied through Christ Jesus everything that you need to operate in the new. Lean not on your own understanding, but put your trust in God. Don't lean on your own understanding because your own understanding ain't going to do it. No, no, no. You got to put your trust in God. You got you to lean upon him and let him lead you and guide you. Remember, he, Jesus told the disciples, when you get caught up in, in adversity, when you, get, when you get taken in, you get arrested, you get, for whatever reason, the government comes hard on you. Fear not. I am going to put the words in your mouth and what to say. I'm going to show you how to operate in the midst of all that adversity. And if you go and read all through the, Old, the New Testament, especially in the book of Acts, you see how they act differently before the book of Acts, before the infilling of the Holy Spirit. You saw them act one way. Why? Because when Jesus was arrested, what did they do? They all fled. They all scattered like when the light comes on, roaches run. They scattered. But in Acts chapter 2, there was no more scattering. Amen. There was a stand for the kingdom. Glory. Because the very thing that Jesus promised them came upon them and filled them with not only with the power, but the ability to be the church that doesn't take a knee, but stands against adversity. And when they stood against adversity, the church what? Grew. That's why we've never taken a knee here. Because when you take a knee, you deplenish. You cause people to run, get discouraged. If I can't trust the church, and if the church can't trust God, who can be trusted? See? That's why we have been called by his name. We have a holy calling to bring forth this proof, this, this prayerful revelation of our faith. And it's for all to see. It's for all to see. Everyone that you know, everyone that you don't know, they need to see this proof of this prayerful revelation of your faith. They need to see the proof of who God is in your life, that you have been called. See, I wear this shirt not just to wear this shirt and advertise what's going on. I wear this church because I know I've been, I have a holy calling on my life. Not just because I'm the pastor here at Abundant Living Ministries. No. It's before I was pastor, I was called. Before I was pastor, before I was even a thought or a desire in my parents, I was called of God. Just like you. Now it's up to you to grab the reins and lead. Because I'm not the only one called to grab their reins and lead. All have been called this holy calling to grab the reins and lead. It's not just me preaching the gospel. It's you preaching the gospel. It's not just me laying hands on the sick. It's you laying hands on the sick. It's not just me walking by faith. No, it's you walking by faith. It's not just me trusting in God. No, it's you trusting in God. Unity creates an atmosphere of growth. And it starts by recognizing that you have been called with a holy calling. Amen? Let's stand to our feet.